Welcome to Cannabis School. I'm your host, Jesse Angelus. And I'm Brandon Elder. And we're here to talk to you about everything pertaining to cannabis, from vape, flower, edibles, strains, and everything in between. All right, super excited. We're going to be discussing Blue Dream today, one of Brandon's favorite. He actually has it on a necklace. You know, we're actually going to be able to find out why he has it on a necklace. And a lot of it has to do with the popularity of this strain, uh, Blue Dream. Take us through a Blue Dream. What what type of strain is this, Brandon? Oh, yeah. So Blue Dream is a fantastic, now it's predominantly a sativa. Yeah. Sativa dominant hybrid, but it was actually first back in 2001 the cannabis cup of the year for an indica. So it is sativa dominant, but there are four different genetics with Blue Dream, and one of those is a indica dominant still. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's a cross between blueberry and usually haze. Super silver haze. Right. And I mean, taking it back, and, and a lot of cannabis from when it became, I mean, it, there was a long period before the 1960s and 70s where it was very popular, then the criminalization of it, and then it went very underground. But the cannabis from then to now is very, very different. And Blue Dream is actually one of those that came out of that one, grown in California, from what I understood, where it first originated. The the hybrid strain that was created and it became extremely popular and the one thing that i thought was really crazy about it, it's the most counterfeited cannabis out there what, what, what's a counterfeit cannabis uh just a strain that has similar cannabinoids or terpene profiles to other strains and basically people say this smells like smokes like feels like this strain and so they label it as that strain Okay, so it's a great way to be able to drive interest in it because from what we've been able to pull from every resource we've been able to find, Blue Dream is one of the most requested for people to have. I personally love Sativa. Uh, Sativa has a a great sensation over the body. It gives you more of an energetic feel. It can definitely make you feel a little bit more lethargic, but not in the sense where you can do anything. That's where I've really been pulled to it. I mean, Brandon, you're an indica person. Oh, predominantly. Uh, every day. It's my favorite. <laughs> right. And, and I'm a sativa person. I really like that. But what, what would happen if I take too much sativa? With Blue Dream especially, uh, like most sativas, if you have too much, you're prone to have paranoia. Paranoia and anxiety are the two things that come when you have too much Blue Dream. Um, now this one is a very balanced high so it actually has a full body relaxation as well as a lot of that cerebral feelings so a lot of that heady feeling so people get a lot of creativity and energy from this strain in small doses but in large doses they actually get more of a sedative feeling yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed if I've, I've had uh, a little too much indica, it also has that exact same effect. Too much of it makes you feel very uh, anxious. If it's at nighttime, you can't sleep. And so counterbalancing it with a little bit of sativa actually makes it so it's easier for you to be able to get that effect. As a lot of people use cannabis for sleep-related issues, pain-related issues, 
the one thing that I have noticed over there, and, and Brandon and I were talking about this before, was that when I had been injured, I had an injury, and uh, I mainly had sativa. And the pain was just so bad still. And Brandon's like, you know, do you have any indica? And I was like, yeah, actually I do. And he says, well, you should use that. And almost immediately, within about 10 minutes, the pain subsided completely. Um, and then that's one of the things, even with Blue Dream over there, the pain, maybe not so much, but more of the relaxation. And you brought up creativity over there. And from who I am and what I do professionally, Absolutely. That's probably why I love Sativa so much. I'm a creative, I, uh, I'm a marketer, and, and I'm constantly trying to come up with different ideas. Now, I'm not walking around uh, using cannabis all day long, but in those moments where I'm, I need to be able to have a little bit more of a jolt, I use that over there. But uh, so tell why. I mean, you got a necklace actually with Blue Dream. Um, what is it? Tell it. Tell us what it looks like. Yeah, so it's a blue dream leaf, just gold crusted, that was given to me for a present because, as everyone who knows me knows, I'm a big cannabis enthusiast, (laughs) (laughs) to say the least. So, um, if I meet you, you probably know I use cannabis and know that there's probably some way that it's going to benefit you, so... Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I'm, uh, I mean, and that's a lot of the reasons why we go back and forth on it. We, we look up new information. We're trying to be able to be as educated as possible with cannabis, but more so of like, what is this going to do for me? So, so we've talked about what it does for the head. We've talked about what it does for the body. So what other, I mean, besides smoking it, what are some of the most favorite ways that people are being able to consume Sativa. I mean, they can sativa, they can consume any type of cannabis product, but what would you say some of the top ones? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, Blue Dream is perfect for those who suffer from mental disorders like stress and depression, anxiety, as well as people who have chronic pain, headaches, and fatigue. Um, so with that, if you use a pen, you vape, or you smoke, that's great for stress, anxiety, depression. It's going to help with those. For those with chronic pain, you're going to want to use a tincture, an edible, uh, even a dab because it's a lot more high concentrate. You're going to have it last longer and that's going to hit a lot deeper in. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, for me, it's been uh, using a tincture. uh, A tincture is like a dropper. Um, You know, as far as the dosing on that one, it varies from person to person. It definitely is going to be dependent on how long you've been able to consume cannabis um, and what are some of the different things that you've experienced in the past. Sometimes you get too much, sometimes you get too little. And I mean, we can talk about other things over there as well in the cannabis community uh, that actually help to be able to reduce that feeling that you get from cannabis uh, from the THC side. And, And that's going to definitely be able to help. But with Blue Dream... Uh, I got to say that it is by far one of those wonder plants, and that's why it's so sought after. That's why it's it's sold out uh, quite frequently within dispensaries. Um, Brandon's traveled everywhere on that one. Where would you see that you've seen most of the Blue Dream that is easier to be able to get? For me, I frequent Denver. Denver and Colorado are a very common place for me to go. So I've had a lot through that area 
California, of course, West Coast, right. born and raised, being bred in Santa Cruz for that strain is found all over the West Coast. So I find it's definitely a lot stickier, a lot less dry flower out on the West Coast. And Colorado, of course, has a little bit drier climate, has a little bit drier flower. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I've enjoyed it and I, from many different ways of being able to consume it. Yeah, you get a pretty good consistency with it. It's something where when you've tried it and you've uh, felt its effects, you start to being able to, uh, there's an expectancy that you get when using Blue Dream. I mean, and you got to pick the, the preferred method you got. I mean, Brandon, you prefer to smoke it? Uh, I mean, it, it depends on the day. Honestly, I prefer edibles because they last longer, but... To make them at my dose that often, it just uses so much more product for it. Um, but I, I genuinely like the feeling better. It yeah. lasts longer, it's cleaner, it, but it also processes different, so it is a different feeling. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. Um, what, Another episode. Yeah, definitely, where we, we talk about you know what, what happens when cannabis is consumed, is smoked, uh, there's so many different ways to be able to consume cannabis. Pay attention to those episodes that come through because we really go deep into that one. Like, what are some of the different ways so we can be able to go through the terminology? But, man, I got to tell you that the Blue Dream, uh, it's one of those that once you're able to get that one, you start to be almost like a connoisseur or a sommelier, you know, of a wine. You know the differences out there. You know, we had talked about it many times where you can smell the bouquet from from cannabis and i'm like oh that smells like pine and skunk and and then he'll show me another bag and i'm like yeah that smells like pine and skunk and uh, <laughs> you know you're like well what's the difference so like and it, you have to have somebody who's uh, pretty well versed in that one so if you go to any dispensary you talk to a bud tender you can actually ask them you know what are some of the things that i need to be uh what am i going to smell here that what, what's different from this strain to another yeah learning a lot of that will help you know going in what you're looking for from smell to look to you know how it feels so real quick on that while we're getting close to the end of this what's some of the things that people should be where if i'm going into dispensary and i'm brand new and i want to be able to find out about blue dream do i just go up to them and say blue dream do you have blue dream i mean sure if that's how you talk you're right. more than welcome to but me as just like a person probably just gonna walk up and ask hey i'm looking for a strain called blue dream do you have that in different products or what do you recommend because every person's dosing is different whether it's your age your weight your tolerance level the the amount of the product that you've taken as well as the method of use drastically affects each person differently and so you're gonna have to figure out your dose for each strain for each type of product and you know just like always go low and go slow yeah that's good advice because it's it's definitely easy to be able to get pulled into there and just say you know what this little gummy bear i'll just eat the whole thing and you know we'll, we'll see what happens uh even when you look at the doses compared to maybe a vape cartridge or dab you talked about dab as well um you have to be very careful with what you're consuming and edibles by far i believe is the most uh you need to be the most cautious when you're using that 
uh, because with smoking, you can inhale only to the point where you can say, okay, I'm good, and you feel it pretty quickly. But edibles take quite a bit more time, and it varies from person to person. Uh, and, and there's so many different factors that go into it and how it gets into your system. So be very cautious about any type of edibles. Uh, look at it that way. Even ask your own, local bud tender saying, you know, what would you recommend with this one? Have you experienced anything? What's been your experience with it? Yeah, and always stay away from those edibles from the not the bud tender, but the neighborhood-friendly stoner mm-hmm. who doesn't know the dose, but they're really good. I just recommend staying away from those unless you have an experienced tolerance. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that was awesome. I, I mean, I, I learned a lot today. Um, that was I'm, great. I'm looking forward to being able to get into that next time we're going to be able to get more into what are the different methods of being able to consume cannabis and we'll go a little bit more descriptive on that and being able to see exactly what could be your first introduction into the cannabis world join us for next class